0: welcome to tony's take podcast welcome to the tony's take podcast episode 256 i'm sean and joined with me we have off-road andy. hello thank you for tuning in hit that subscribe button share with a friend and check out our sports podcast right after this okay andy uh we got some good stuff to get into um when you drive, quick question for you: When you're driving in the car and you're in your automobile by yourself, are you wearing a mask?
1: I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I'm usually wearing uh, a hockey mask. Yeah, <laughs> in case like the glass shatters. Yeah. <laughs> I know we've uh, we probably brought this up before, but we're coming
0: into two years of this whole thing. It may be different in your neck of the woods in Orange County, L.A., Long Beach areas. I see almost every Prius. And uh a whole bunch of other cars out there with one driver, one person. No one has tinted windows anymore, so it's pretty easy uh to tell. And they're wearing a mask. And I just don't understand that.
1: Why? What do you how, how do you not know how do you know if it's a um like a body modification? They got one attached to them. That it's had it like sewed on. Like it's just a- easier that way, you know? Yeah. Well, how do you eat? Uh there's like a port. A port
0: we're already in long beach so i guess yeah. you're right there uh i just don't understand that like if you're that afraid just get everything delivered to your house and free up the roads the traffic is there so i don't know i want to have a, i'm trying to figure out a solution for this
1: yeah i mean i just just don't worry about it it's gonna it's gonna be the year 2092 and there'll be still someone be like remember that covid 19 remember it was based on 2019, so uh, it's just it's going to be there.
0: Masks is going to become, like, trendy for hipsters or something yeah. soon.
1: I mean, they've already have so many, like, fashionable ones, and, like, they're not going to throw out those designs. So I've been wearing be forever. the same one that
0: was given to me from the beginning. It's a washable one. Yeah. I'm not changing it. It's cloth. I know it doesn't do anything. Um,
1: it's silly. But it looks cool. No. Oh, it doesn't? No. In
0: cold weather, it it's practical. And when I'm trying to avoid the sun as much as possible, I suppose it's practical. But again, most of those times I'd be outside. So what are so, we doing?
1: I haven't seen this, but I'm sure it must have happened. So have people gotten tans from the mask? Probably. Like they got a, they fell asleep on the beach wearing one. I they...
0: bet in San Francisco it's it's pretty common. Although yeah. the sun, eh, it gets some powerful there in summertime. I got a pretty gnarly head sunburn when i was a kid there but of course your parents buzz cut you in the summer because like we're never taking you to the thing until september shave it all off and then you're bald basically you're sitting on a ferry going into downtown san francisco and your head is just bright red because of it
1: yeah i don't have that experience but
0: i'm surprised
1: yeah but... i don't think my head ever got sunburned
0: well, Yeah. give it time andy yeah yeah so next time you're driving just Pay attention to the people near you driving uh, because someone's bound to be wearing a mask and just, I don't know. It's interesting. As long as it's not covering their eyes, I'm fine with it. Yeah. All right. We've got some good news uh, in here. Uh, Do you recall, I don't remember the episode number, but I know it was Sean Weiss from Heavyweights to Heavy Meth.
1: Sure. I think
0: about a year ago, we probably touched on this too. Well, he's two years sober. He got his little chip and he actually looks like, you know, uh, he did in heavyweights and I don't remember what his name was in Mighty Ducks. Um, He's better in heavyweights. Sorry. Uh, So very good. I, I don't know if he ended up being in season two of the Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus or not. I think they better because we don't want him going the way of Dustin Diamond, you know. Well, he won't. He's better now. I know, but you never know. People get very unhealthy when they're doing drugs, so there could be some other repercussions other than him gain- gaining his weight back. Yeah. But, yeah, congratulations. I'd like to see him back, and they should do heavyweights, too. Straight to Disney+. Plus. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, Ben Stiller. Paul Feig will him, right? come back. You know he yeah. will. Ben Stiller will love to reprise that role. He could you know, get a trainer and do his whole body thing.
1: Thing where he's very insecure about how ripped yeah. he is. You can't get Keenan back because he's he's an NBC guy now. He's like oh, he's he'll a come peacock back. man. He's a peacock man. I'm sure
0: or... in the contract when they signed for heavyweights one, yeah. they're like at any given time forever. If we make a sequel, you're coming back.
1: I don't know. Uh, they get Lars pretty popular.
0: You get a lot of those people back, I bet. Yeah, can they act? Oh, they can act, Andy. You saw Heavyweights. You know they could
1: act. Sometimes child actors can't act as adults. It just doesn't who
0: work. was the guy that came to the house with the videotape? He was an actor. He was a real person. I don't know. Come on. I don't know the cast. I always thought about that whenever I watch it's like They really have a guy who's like a traveling salesman who just goes... This is before internet, obviously, but just goes around and shows this tape, it might've been Tim Blake Nelson.
1: Uh, according to this, Alan covert played the, the cameraman.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah. He's the cameraman filming, uh, Ben Stiller. Okay. Thank but you, you know no, there's a videotape. This is when they're trying to get the main kid on board to going to this fat camp. They show the blob and all the kids having fun. Mm-hmm. This guy, I think, I think it was Tim Blake Nelson or whatever I, I said. His name was, you know, i from everything. Um, I think it was him. I don't see him in the cast here. Oh, he's in here. He's right under Alan Covert on my. Oh, cast. he's
1: too high. Okay, yeah, he's way too high up there. Okay.
0: Um, what a job that must have been. I mean, come on, how are you making three hundred dollars a year or something? Like that? Yeah. Oh boy, but no, that's a wonderful movie.
1: Everyone should so seeing everyone that. Should, that uh, should watch. Peter Berg was in it uncredited as the chef. So. Hmm. He's, have to He's more of a director now, these days. But.
0: Yeah, Paul Feig was wonderful in it. They make fun of him because he was a Fat Camp uh, person, and then he lost all that weight. He went to the, the Fat Camp, though, when he was a
1: kid. Yeah, and then made Ghostbusters, and no one cared.
0: Yeah. And Judd Apatow plays Homer in it. So there you go. Just
1: write the script and send it off.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to. You know Netflix will pick it up if no one else does. Okay, uh, moving on from that. And congrats to Sean Weiss again. Hocus Pocus Two, Andy. It is uh, going to premiere on Disney Plus. They don't have a specific date yet, at least as of like yesterday. However, it will be out this Halloween season.
1: What if they slip up and it comes out November twelfth? Will you just like you won't watch it until the next year?
0: Of course. Why would I watch it in Christmas time?
1: Okay. You wouldn't want like a fall, like maybe there'll be some some cider or something in the movie. I'll have the cider in October. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. God. October, November. They're very similar. They're very similar. Every season is similar here. Well, like in in like everywhere. And that that takes place in New England, which has seasons. Yes, it does. And they have the seasons, yeah. Yeah.
0: It'll be snowing. They have leaves. No, it snows in November, I bet. Um so yeah, be on the lookout for that. They they finished uh filming just uh the other day,
1: I believe. Yes, and I, I did see uh so Doug Jones is returning as the like Frankenstein thing or whatever, that zombie guy. Oh, he stole the show. Um, that's like that was one of his early roles. He's he's a guy you never know his face, but he's everywhere.
0: Doug Jones? Yeah.
1: He's like the fish monster from uh Shape of Water. He's always in Guillermo del Toro stuff. Um but he's never he's never himself. He's always a guy like mm. in a costume. He's like one of the best monster performers or whatever. So
0: interesting. Yeah, he has a a, a big face, mm-hmm. but not a, like a big. He's just it's animated and rigid. All right, good good for him reprising the role. Okay, Andy. Um, they replaced The Rock with a Hawaiian duplicate. For Fast um, and Furious twenty one,
1: is he Hawaiian? Isn't he? I don't know. Maybe Jason
0: Momoa doesn't he have to be Hawaiian?
1: I don't know. I just, what is he from? I guess he is Hawaiian. I, he's from he's the born ocean. Born in
0: Honolulu, Andy. Come on, I,
1: don't, I, don't, I just don't call think that just, from a mile away. He's a man of the world. <laughs> I don't know. No, he's not. He's a crappy actor from Hawaii. He belongs to the ocean. Um. Well, yeah. Huge news. Uh, the Rock you know, just decided he, he cannot be in any more Fast and Furious movies. So Vin Diesel had to had to replace him with some other big dude. So uh, Jason Momoa will be.
0: So From probably no hair him. to all the hair in the yeah. world. And how are they going to do a, a like tie? This guy being related to Vin Diesel when also John Cena is related to Vin Diesel. I just don't see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, and the they're all related through both parents or is it like just the dad I don't know but like yeah everyone is a brother or sister that dad is a rambler yeah i don't know well you know maybe he's family. Tyrese he's Tyrese's brother
0: no that can't Who knows? happen
1: but i mean yeah i, I, I believe it because like i mean Jason Momoa he's a man of the world i've heard stop saying that oh you've heard it from yourself you're the only yeah. one who's ever said that um and its it's been a big week for Jason Momoa he got divorced too so yeah and yeah
0: is that re- lady really not the Lenny Kravitz's daughter? It's
1: it his. That's that's that daughter's mom. Oh, he she was married to Lenny Kravitz before she was married to him, and had a child. So so Jason Momoa so Aquaman is the step was the stepfather to Catwoman in in, in the DC universe.
0: Oh, so that lady is Zoe Kravitz's mom yeah they just look the exact same
1: yeah they look exactly the same. i guess
0: that makes sense yeah. then yeah she in fresh prince of bel-air
1: uh no she's from the cosby show uh, she was one are of you the sure there was show. no crossover there might have been i mean there was she was in the spinoff it looks like the, there was a different world was the spinoff where she, she like goes to college so it was the same time period and they're all black people so i mean you didn't know any better when you were a kid you're like it was probably the same thing right no, I just knew she looked
0: familiar, but I wasn't sure what from.
1: I, I'm she probably was in an episode. Who knows?
0: I'm trying to look it up right now. Yeah, and it doesn't look like it. Yeah, I don't see it.
1: She was an enemy of the state, though. OK, yeah.
0: Mm, another Will Smith uh, flick, though. So there you go. Still kind of counts.
1: And so she we're was talking about Jason Momoa. Lenny Kravitz music video. Cool. Uh yeah, so Fast and the Furious 10. And they got the, they got their guy. And they got a I assume it's a bad guy, because Vin Diesel is the good guy, and there'll be so many camera tricks to make him bigger than Jason Momoa, it's gonna be hilarious. Yeah. It's like Vin Diesel they'll just be shooting like from underneath Jason Momoa and like Vin Diesel will just look like he's forty foot tall. And it's like because I'm actually really tough. Who is this for anymore? People love but this do shit. Do you watch these? No, I and mean, we talk about it. But there are people who really love this shit. So hmm. I think it's like they know it. it's such a joke, and it's like part fun to be part of it, and like it's like it's all a joke on Vin Diesel. He's the only one who doesn't know. Yeah. So there's gonna be like after like the 13th movie, it's gonna be like a party, like the after party for the premiere, and everyone just comes out and like surprise. This is all shit. You're an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I hope a, he makes tons of money and makes just like nine Riddick movies. I'm on board for those.
0: Yeah. Well, he's a Momoa is rumored for a, a remake of Cliffhanger from 1993. Yeah. I could see it. I just can't. A, he's an aquaman person. Like he has to be on a beach. There's no. Well, snow I It would
1: be, it'd be, it'd be on be the water. In Hawaii. There's cliffs in Hawaii, like a volcano.
0: Yeah. But and somehow uh, Michael
1: on. Rooker is still in it and then, like, he has to run from a lava coming out. Only if John Lithgow yeah. is in that
0: one will I watch it. And I'm pretty sure about, he died in the
1: original. How about Lithgow so. and Rooker switch spots? They switch oh, roles. Alright. So face off or something? Well, it just one was the bad guy this time. I don't know. Oh.
0: Yeah, still not sold. So I don't know if I ever will be. I, I don't want to ever say never. Maybe there's something this guy can do where I'll be like,
1: oh, he did a good job, but <sighs> He was cool in Dune. I know you didn't like Dune, but he was still cool. Yeah, I was
0: just going to say, So I'm looking at it, he didn't bug me in Dune, but the movie itself did that. So
1: He got the one cool action scene uh, uh, where he gets to fight people by himself. So
0: I haven't seen much else of, of anything he's in.
1: No, well, he only did like four things in his entire life. It just He became bigger than his acting.
0: There is a movie... And I don't know what it was called. Uh, where he it's in the desert and they just like throw like the trashy people in the desert to die and just all that kind of stuff. And it is so bad. Maybe it's the bad batch from twenty sixteen. It is so bad. Um it's like you don't come back from that, but he does.
1: Oh yeah. You there's so many movies that get buried that like, wait, that was a real actor isn't this? Somehow Keanu Reeves is in this, so maybe this not this movie, but I don't know. No, I'm sure Keanu's been in some bad shit, so. Yeah, maybe. Jim Carrey? Giovanni Ribisi?
0: Maybe not this movie. Although, in a desert dystopia, a young woman is kidnapped by cannibals. That sounds a lot like it. I don't know. I don't think I finished it, so maybe I missed all those people.
1: Again, uh, Jim Carrey, not, not a perfect record either, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, Tell us about an orphan sequel, the
1: new Coldplay song. Do you remember the movie Orphan from about ten years ago? No. So it was like a horror movie where you know the person picks up an orphan or something. She's going to adopt him, uh, but the orphan's actually like she's bad and she's going to kill people and shit.
0: I don't think I ever saw this. Yeah, Peter Sarsgaard. Just talking about him.
1: I have never seen it, but I know the twist at the end and it's kind of a, it's kind of a good twist, but kind of famous. I think at this point in our lives, we can spoil it. Uh, It turns out that the orphan is not a child at all, but she is an adult woman who has a disease that makes her still look like a child. And that's why she's like a bad murderous person or whatever. That's That's like a cool little twist. But in the movie, the actress playing the orphan is, it was really a nine year old girl. Yeah. Uh, so now all these years later they're going to make a sequel and (laughs) this little girl has now grown up into an adult. How does that happen? She is going to return no in in real life the actress Oh I was going to say. Is now an an adult and looks like an adult and they're going to make a prequel (laughs) she'll be playing the orphan but when the orphan was actually a child and it's like what? Benjamin Button or something? Yeah and I'm like and they're like, we have the technology to do it. It's going to look great. I'm like, but this sounds like the why? worst idea I've ever heard. Why not just ask <laughs> someone who looks like her who's young? Because I wouldn't be talking about it otherwise, right? It's like, are like, just making Thurman, a sequel. Who
0: even is that? It's not like she's a huge name or something.
1: No, but just the fact that they're going to be like, well, now we're just going to reverse it. And this person who looks like an adult is going to be playing a child. And I'm like, uh, but why? And it's like, if they just announced a sequel to this movie, no one would care. So they knew what they were doing. They're like, we're going to do something real weird and it's going to, we're going to pretend. I think everyone's going to pretend she looks like a child or something. I don't know. I'm curious. It's like some Shakespeare shit or something. All
0: right. Well, someone will watch it. It won't be me, but I'm sure that's coming to Netflix (laughs) in 48 hours or something.
1: Much more curious. All right. All
0: right. I I have another thing that's been bugging me. I've been noticing on TV shows uh, specifically, maybe movies as well. When the character pulls out their iPhone to start texting someone or reading a text or an email from someone and they don't zoom in on the phone. They're just holding it like the same distance as one would from their own face, but the camera is not zooming in or doing anything to overly focus the words. I'm not reading that. I know they're probably trying to like say, Hey, you need to read this? I'm not going to pause the goddamn TV and walk up and read the thing. I'm just going to assume it's something dumb being said. And it makes me not like the show.
1: I think if they want you to read it, they do that like breakout thing. They're supposed to, but I
0: can't think of anything specifically. I probably should have written that part down too. Yeah. But it, it, I think Dexter, it went on and on about that. Perhaps the new season of Dexter, but don't quote me on that. But it's been very irritating because it's like, I'm not reading that.
1: But you're supposed to be. I think they tell you, they make it clear you're supposed to be. You just don't know yet.
0: Mm. but then i all this one made me laugh so i've been rewatching some bonds while they're on netflix and hulu casino royale mathis is telling that webster girl or whatever her name is vera or something uh who's the accountant for all of you know the secret service or whatever of britain and uh the when the ever there's you know 500 million dollars in the pot or whatever it is he's, he's like there's 40 million in the pot right now it's like He's telling the audience, but he's yeah. actually speaking to an accountant and he's just a spy. <laughs> like, but she's dumb, right? Like, I, I, that, that made me laugh.
1: And they're translating the entire poker game.
0: Yeah. She should oh. be telling him. And he's like, oh, okay. But
1: Well, she's just a lady. She doesn't know poker.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we have two new Paramount Plus shows. I just want to say they're on fire, by
1: the way. Yeah, you've been watching some reruns of MTV Unplugged?
0: No, I haven't. I don't have it right now, but I'm going to get it to watch 1883. They have what we'll talk about in a second The Offer coming in uh, April 28th. Yeah. Pretty good. Two good shows that I'm excited to watch.
1: Yeah, you want to talk about The Offer and what that means? <laughs> Let's
0: do it. Uh, you break it down.
1: Yeah, so we've got our first like actual look at it, uh, but this was, I think, when they. First announced, they were doing Paramount Plus. This was one of their projects. It is a, it is about the making of the Godfather. So not just like the behind the scenes production, but just all the events that led up to it and the controversy. And uh, I guess it's a much more interesting story than I know. Uh, I know that the like the book was written like for the movie, so it's like it was a novel first, but it was like they were going to make the movie uh, already. I think it's how it worked um similar i think to like uh the lost world was like that the sequel to jurassic park where it's like all right well this the writer is just gonna write a book and the screenplay at the same time or something but that's that's the only thing i really knew but like uh this trailer you know hints at a lot of different things going on but uh like anti-italian defamation groups and stuff like that and uh name dropping frank sinatra and all this kinds of stuff and uh, it looks it looks good looks really interesting and uh, paramount needs needs some new new stuff needs some interesting stuff so uh, i don't think yeah. it does that well uh it, it does have all the like cbs you can watch uh like ncis whatever on there I are think, you afraid but, of the dark yeah uh and like i said mtv unplugged
0: i mean that, that I, I i don't need to do i've
1: watched but you can
0: i know i i don't even really watch the um Eric Clapton one that often. The Nirvana one just the best. And I just pull up a couple of those here and there. You can do that on Apple Music every like 3 years or something.
1: Yeah. Well, so that's uh that's that's the offer. It's uh April 28th, so a couple of months, but I mean, I hadn't heard anything about it since Yeah, it's, it's
0: nice to see that come up
1: an update on it. Um Yeah, and then the other thing, another something we have seen a little bit not that long ago, but uh, this is a much bigger update. Uh, a real trailer for the Halo series. So, Watched you know, it. Doesn't get, look bad. You get a lot there. There's like I did. I didn't know what this series is going to be. And like, all right, there's real aliens and shit. It doesn't look amazing, but they're entirely CG characters. Uh, and this is still a TV show. So looks pretty good considering that um, there's like the sword going through a wall and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's got very recognizable ha- Halo stuff. Um,
0: yeah. So. I forgot that the lady was named Cortana. Yeah. Now it's just weird. It's like that's what like the thing on my work computer is called or
1: something. Yeah, they they named, Microsoft named their AI after the AI from their video game, uh, but the AI in the video game went mad and tried to kill the world. So foreshadowing much,
0: A little yeah. uh, Terminator style stuff. Yeah,
1: but no, she uh in the, the game that just got released this year, she totally recanted and wanted to kill the world and actually, you know, saved everyone. So it's totally fine. Now AI is safe
0: for now. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Was there an, no, that was both of the paramount plus ones. Uh, Was there another, I have uh, not a trailer so much. I guess I could have done this earlier. Uh, Party down revival. Andy, you ready for this? Yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah. I saw they
1: were uh, filming it.
0: Jennifer Gardner and James Marsden are added to the cast. Oh,
1: really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be on stars again.
0: <laughs> yeah, so people buy fantasy. stars again for once.
1: But yeah, they got to bring back everything. Everything that was a good idea, they're like, let's try it again. Like, it, we're in a different world now. They're like we got to put stuff on the internet? That that show was probably like came out like four years too early. I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially that was, because
1: uh, a lot of that cast went on to do things that were more popular right immediately after. But
0: I never I have not rewatched it. So it's been at least probably 10 years or so since I've seen anything of that. But it was good at the time.
1: I think I saw it was on Hulu. So hmm. I don't know how that works. Again, stars. I don't know how stars is still a thing like it's. Yeah, it's crazy. Know. No one understands that. But. Yeah. There's just a lot of a lot of people have cables still like just like if you had it since 1982 like you're not gonna call anyone to get it canceled so yeah you're paying like 1450 a, a month you grandfathered <laughs> yeah. in yeah
0: can't touch it don't have a cable box but all right any other trailers or are we getting into what we're watching
1: yeah we can move on
0: all right well we're gonna get into what we've been watching but before we do that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at. TheCliplessLeash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works through the dog's current collar or harness. And for the Tony's sake listeners, plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. And they're going to give you 65% off because they love the show as well. So head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off the dog leash you didn't know you needed. And you're going to be walking your dog and the world is going to get a little bit better because of that. Starts with a dog leash. All right, Andy. How many things do you have?
1: Uh, four slash five. I'll say. Oh boy, I've got two. Okay. All right. Well, go in for a couple. Yeah, I'll I'll do a couple here. Uh, first off, I went to the theaters to go see Uh, Licorice Pizza. Oh, uh, new Paul Thomas Anderson movie came out. I think Christmas, uh, but it's still playing at some theaters, and there's not much coming out, so it's just there. Uh, there's only like four other people in the entire theater. So you know, it's funny.
0: I met with a customer on Friday evening, and he was going to go with his wife to see that movie.
1: Yeah, all right. Well, it's a weird movie. I hope they enjoyed it. Uh, it's a, uh, it's the story of a 15 year old who's, a little old for his age, or a little, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the best way to describe it. Who, uh, be- meets a girl in her 20s, and they become friends and get into uh, different adventures together, and. Uh, it is it's a, it's a strange movie in that it's kind of um, plotless. It's more like little stories than it is one narrative. Uh, just like they get into little weird things. Uh, uh, he's a child actor, and there's like a whole sequence where she goes with him to New York, uh, and um, one of his co-stars is uh, Skylar Gisondo from Righteous Gemstones and a bunch of other things. Uh, You would recognize him and it's like he was really funny, but it's like it was two scenes that he was in and she's like, well, all right, we move on to the next story Uh, like Bradley Cooper, who's seen him in the trailers. That's literally like six minutes of screen time or something like that. Whoa. Uh, So that's just that's just the movie. It's just like a bunch of little stories over over the year. Um, And it's super good at establishing the time period like that's like. They did such a good job with that. It's 1973 in the San Fernando Valley. Um, I think you would enjoy parts of it because uh, a lot of music you would like. There's an entire sequence uh, with the Doors, uh, "Peace Frog," and they play the entire song. Pretty good. It's like that's pretty good that they went the whole the whole way with it. Um, I appreciate those because
0: I mean, whoever is watching that, a few of them are going to be kids, and they're going to understand what actual music sounds like, yeah. where people played instruments that you know weren't made with a keyboard that you know has the letter h on it or anything like that
1: yeah so it's all it's all era appropriate no space bar here andy yeah and it is just it's it's cool to see old stuff like that and actually like recreate it and
0: you know what that actually be a good name for one of those places uh a bar where you listen to techno music called space bar <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sure it exists i'm sure it exists um but yeah it's 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 a very strange movie it, it it's Especially where it does go, uh, because again, the central relationship is between a 15 year old boy and like a 25 year old woman. And it's not romantic, but it kind of like Harold is. and Maude. Yeah. And it's like, am I supposed to feel weird about this? And it's like, it didn't need to be this. The movie could have been, he could have been 18, she could have been 22, and it would have been the same movie. Uh, and you wouldn't be asking questions like this. Uh, so it's like I don't know what. I think the point of it was like it, that wasn't as big of a deal in 1973. So, you know, Harold
0: and Maude came out in 1971.
1: Yeah, there you go. So, uh, but it is it is a whole lot of fun. Um, all the little stories. Sean Penn is in one of them with Sean Penn and Tom Waits, and it's just like these people pop up in it. Uh, but does it work as a two and a half hour movie? I was thinking like, oh, this would be great as just like little 20 minute episodes a sitcom or something. Uh, but Paul Thomas Anderson's never going to make a sitcom like it's just he he's one of these freaks who uh, has to have his movie in the theater because that's how it works like him and Christopher Nolan and Tarantino and stuff they are gonna they'll just own all the movie theaters eventually because there's the only yeah. people who, who want the movies there but uh, we'll I don't know I don't that. know when this will be out to watch because like
0: it sounds like it's gonna be on Amazon in like three days or something
1: <laughs> well it won't be I think I think he's the kind of guy probably trying to deal. It's like, no, 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 that's not coming to streaming until 2032 because I want people to go. After we
0: see Jason Momoa in fast and furious 1100, uh, it'll be on Amazon.
1: Yeah. But I would, I would think it, I think it'd be a more enjoyable experience to watch streaming in the sense that you could, uh, after one of the stories ends, like, all right, I'll go pick this up tomorrow or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like it, it wasn't four hours or anything but it is It is two two and a half hours and it is long because it's multiple little stories rather than one story so yeah,
0: fold over the page in the book close it come back yeah. to it the next day yeah
1: and it was nice to see the waitress in a real movie
0: oh like, that cool. can't be
1: uh, i think he's friends with a lot of comedy people i mean he's, he's married to Maya rudolph so there's a lot of like so there's people like sean penn and bradley cooper and then there's like the waitress in it. so Different cast, I would say.
0: Yeah, pretty interesting.
1: And Leo DiCaprio's father, isn't it?
0: <laughs> he has parents.
1: Yeah, it was George DiCaprio. It was in the credits, the end. And I'm like, I think that's his father.
0: Does he look like him? Yeah.
1: No, he's just an old man. Um, I, I think uh, Leo was originally offered the Bradley Cooper role. And then he says, no. like,
0: I'm not working with my dad. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah well, it's good. Just on... Um, if you want to go find it, it's at small theaters. I don't know. I don't know. No one wants to see movies anymore. It's dead.
0: Uh, yeah, his dad looks very bizarre looking. He looks like the guy that when you do turn into the tune into the Laker games at home, yeah. he's right behind the announcers all the time. And his hair is clearly just dyed black. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? You can't miss him.
1: Yeah, that that guy he he has a big face.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> interesting.
1: He sells a waterbed in this movie, so that's okay. If you want to, that sets some uh, sets the mood there for you.
0: Might be his actual job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, you now have how many things?
1: Three slash four. So I have a twofer. Okay, do the twofer. Okay, they're semi-related why i wanted to do them together Uh, i watched the the eyes of tammy faye the it's on hbo Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a real movie that got released in theaters but you know no one went to see movies at all Uh, so now it's on hbo which is which is nice this is where it belongs uh it's about tammy faye baker she was a the wife of jim baker that was his name yeah he was a televangelist from the 70s and 80s uh who uh, went to jail for fraud. He, he defrauded the people giving in donations and stuff like this. Uh, uh, and it's 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 more about her. She's she's the main character. Jessica Sh- Chastain plays her, and that's really what the movie, why the movie exists, is she wanted to do this role because uh, she's in, she's incredible. She's a great actress, and she's just like ridiculous in this movie. Uh, has to put on all kinds of prosthetics to get the look. Uh, it takes place over like thirty years, so there's all these different. Looks for the character, and it's just like she's trying to win an Oscar. I think with this, mm-hmm. uh, she should be at least nominated because she's great and she's all kinds of entertaining. Uh, I think this movie should have been like a mini series, like a, like a Hulu mini series. Like we got um, uh, Pam and Tommy comes out this week. It's like a six episode series. I'm really excited about that. Uh, this would have been perfect for that because uh, there's a lot more to this story than that can be told in like a two hour stretch because you can get into all of the all of the different uh, televangelists of the era, like they, they're in the movie. Like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio plays Jerry Falwell, uh, but he's in like three scenes, and he he's good. But it's like I would have liked to see more. Like if you did a a series, you could have got into more of that stuff. Mm. He which probably is, uh,
0: said, "If I'm going to be in any more of this, I'm going to have to play a bug."
1: Yeah. <laughs> he he, but he's just he's almost doing the same character he did from from Daredevil. Where he's just just very serious, and it's like Daredevil. He was in the show Daredevil. And he was like the crime boss.
0: Ben Affleck.
1: No, the show on Netflix.
0: No one watched that. You know,
1: it's a real show that Vincent D'Onofrio was in. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. I I liked it. And uh, my second for this, I thought was interesting, is uh, how it relates to the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, there's a subplot in this season about uh, a couple of a uh, whatever you want to call them ministers or whatever from texas who were trying to get uh danny mcbride's character to invest in their resort slash theme park or whatever they want to build uh which is like a subplot in in the movie that's that's one of the 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 frauds that happened in the movie is the bakers were trying to build this uh resort for christians and they were you know getting people to uh, donate and invest and then the project went nowhere and you know uh so i thought that was funny uh that that it's very, very similar a subject matter, although uh will not is not a true story. It is a uh, much sillier. Um, and I haven't loved the season so far, uh, I but this, watched it yet. this week's episode was incredible. It was a uh, entirely flashback episode. So no Danny McBride in the episode at all. And you think, oh, the show will stuff he's he's the star. But no, John Goodman's the star of the show. And uh, this episode features, you know, a lot of um, Walton Goggins. It's, uh, it's kind of telling the you story mean of how
0: Uncle Baby Billy.
1: Yeah, it's telling the story of how Uncle Baby Billy left his family and and the problems that uh, the financial issues that the gemstones were were facing, and uh, it, was just, it was just a great episode of TV. And it's like, all right, so the first four were were funny, uh, but this show is is something more, and I really liked episode five here. So, hmm. I think John Goodman. is... is He's so, he has such a presence. He could be so, he's a treasure. he's so fun. And then when he turns, like, that's the scariest guy in the world. Like, you don't want to piss off John Goodman, so.
0: Yeah, I've seen him in uh, Hangover
1: 3. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's three for me right there, so.
0: All right. I watched episode one of Billions, which returned a couple weeks ago. And uh, so Corey I,
1: Stoll's Billions.
0: Yep. Axelrod Damian Lewis is out. And uh, yeah, Corey Stoll is in. And um, it's good. I mean, it's still the show. Um, there's some differences going on. Paul Giamatti is working remotely kind of thing, taking a sabbatical or whatever. And uh, he deals with some antics within this small, rich town or small town with a rich area where he's at and uh yeah the other guys and vet uh that work at the axe cap have to uh start to understand how this new beast operates because he wants to do things you know by the book yeah i think it could be interesting i'm still like eh, when i have time like i watched this first episode over like four lunch breaks just 20 minutes here 15 minutes there kind of a thing um that's all the show really is anymore like i don't know i'm not as into it uh yeah it's back it's on showtime still good paul giamatti
1: yeah similar to goodman he's a he's a treasure
0: Mm -hmm. that he is that he is all right you have
1: two left i've got two
0: all right, you want to go and then I'll do my, I have a small one in between.
1: All right. Well, this one is a, is a movie you can no longer watch because it's part of the, uh, you know, I always check the like what's leaving. So uh, it's a movie that left on January 31st. So it's, uh, it's gone, but uh, it's something I'd never heard of or seen before. And I saw just a picture of it and I'm like, oh, well, let me see what this is. Uh, it's called Rabid. It is a, a horror movie from David Cronenberg from 1977. So. Well, Cronenberg's like he made like scanners. He made the fly. And then I later did um, Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen. And he's a really well respected filmmaker, but his early stuff is very weird and uh, gross. uh, And this this movie fits that it is. It's about a woman who gets in a motorcycle accident outside of a like a plastic surgery clinic. It's like the clothes. And they're like, she's not going to make it to the hospital. We're going to have to do surgery here. Uh, we're gonna have to do some experimental shit. yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to do some experimental shit. cut that tire in you know. half. yeah <laughs> and uh so whatever they do, doesn't go one hundred percent right, and uh, she becomes something of a monster and attacking people. and it's uh, it's kind of a mystery of what's going on. And then when you find out, it's like, oh, it's fucking sick. Uh, and then somehow becomes like a pandemic movie in the end and it's like, Oh, and, and and it's it's how a government should respond where they're just like fucking killing people. And it's 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 in Canada too, it's outside of Montreal, so it's a completely different world. Um, but I, I I wonder why I've never heard of this movie before. It was it was really good. Uh, 1977, so this is before like all the slasher movies and everything. Um this was this was cool. Hmm. And uh the actress, I'm like, I've never seen this lady before, what has she done? Uh the answer is porn. She did a lot of porn. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. And it was and it was Canadian, so uh, Ivan Reitman was involved somehow. That's just how it works. There were only like fourteen people in Canada in the seventies back then, so
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well that they knew about at least it's so cold all the time. Yeah.
1: But good good spooky movie. Uh, good for a Halloween for people. Yeah, you're You'll gonna start
0: watching like a uh, son-in-law or any Thanksgiving <laughs> movies. It's, it's almost uh almost done with the you, big season. You've for heard you. what I have to
1: say. Spooky movies are good any time of the year, uh, but maybe it'll be back on HBO next year. And if you see it on the list, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" It's good.
0: Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> All right, um, I have a brief one. I've been on like Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings watching on the smithsonian channel uh aerial you know america and i watched ireland and some of uk so far and basically all it is is helicopters and drones flying over different areas that are famous in different parts of the land so the states they do pretty much every every state different little tidbits here and there are very actually interesting and again i miss travel So it's a good way of feeling like you're traveling and also kind of like, oh, we should go there sometime. Well, I watched the Ireland. uh, It's a multiple part episode, uh, like series, uh, season, whatever. I watched the first episode. And one thing that kind of ticked me off. The languages. So in the 1800s, uh, cholera killed about two million people, I think they said, in Ireland, uh, which destroyed the Gaelic language. So that since then it's been nothing but the decline for that language uh, over there. Now, it's English is the most spoken language, which is fine. Take a guess at the second most spoken language in Ireland. French. That wouldn't make me as mad. It's Polish.
1: Okay, that's the uh, hell is that? That's strange. I was trying to
0: Gaelic is number three. All right. So yeah. that tidbit kind of uh, didn't make me happy. I don't know why. Like, send these Polish <laughs> language should be in Poland. Like,
1: um, I wonder but, if there's a big program to import Polish people or something. Maybe, uh,
0: and maybe they got into it too. But I was too upset after what I had just <laughs> yeah. heard. Uh, but yeah, I gotta go. I've gotta go to the Cliffs of Moher, and those are. They reach up to seven hundred feet in spots. They said, "Andy, cliffs over the ocean." Okay. Uh, one of the spots where the you would like this from Game of Thrones, where the I think the Was it the Greyjoy family? Yeah, where their castle was.
1: Yeah, they're on the cliffs right there. The yeah,
0: rock. on the cliffs. So that's an actual like spot that that's in Ireland. I don't remember the specific area. And uh, right up against the cliff, like uh, whoever was in the kitchen. Minus one young server boy died one day because the cliff just f- broke off into the ocean. Oh, right, yeah. And there was a kid just sitting in the corner, and that was the only piece of the kitchen that stayed. And that the rest of the foundation, uh, the building, is still there, which is interesting. Yeah. But yeah, it's a very interesting show. I mean, not everything has to be trashy or written, scripted. You know, you can watch educational things and
1: uh, pretty good. Yeah, I liked Aerial America. The one
0: thing I couldn't finish was Aerial California. One, I guess I know most of it, but two is like, it, California
1: just sucks. It's it's, it's amazing. It has everything you want. Well, the state is great,
0: but everything else, everyone who runs it and everything, you know, government-wise in California is just god-awful.
1: Sure. Whatever you say.
0: Yeah, whatever I say, you agree. (laughs) But yeah, it's been really... I love watching that. Have a cup of coffee in the morning on a Saturday. I put the fire on. Pretty good. All right. What's your last one, Andy?
1: Uh it's a show on Hulu called "It sick. So, uh, I've heard of mini this. series with uh So it's an ensemble cast, a lot of different uh, stories and time periods. Um, yeah. So it's dope sick. It's uh, a lot it's of about Peter
0: Sarsgården. garden uh, this. Yeah,
1: he's he's one of them. Uh, it is about OxyContin and like how it's became used and how it became abused and criminal action and investigations and all this stuff. So it's uh, different time periods. So like one of the stories is uh, like 96 and uh, Michael Keaton as a small town doctor who uh, first gets access to it. And it's like promised like, this is just the best thing in the world. It's a mining town. So like coal miners and it's like, Hey, this will be great for uh, your people that are in pain. Like they don't get it. This is a drug. It doesn't get you, people don't get addicted to it. Um, which of course turned out to be not true. Uh, so there's there's that part of it, and then there's I think 1999 with uh, Rosario Dawson as a DEA agent, uh, kind of investigating how it's led to crime and like how all these people are addicted to it and you know robbing from each other and all this stuff and like what's going on. It's got in, Eve in these Baxter in it. Uh, yes, she is uh, one of Michael Keaton's patients. Uh, what's her name? What's the actress's name? Yeah. Caitlin Dever. Yeah, um, and then yeah, then there's the like 2003, I think, is the the last story, uh, which is Peter Sarsgaard as a uh, U.S. attorney who is investigating all of this, investigating uh, Purdue Pharmaceuticals, who was uh, produced the drug, and uh, and then in episode two they got to see James Comey. It's like oh, oh see uh, that was a guy who was a uh, assistant attorney general or deputy attorney general at the time, so. Uh, was very good I, I really like the like split up time stuff and it's not too confusing they do a thing where they uh like tell you what time it is <laughs> like they make sure to let you know we're uh, we're back in 1996 and then it's easy to carbon move. date just by the cell phones or <laughs> they pagers they don't uh get too far into that you, you can't just pick up only on context clues because I mean 96 to 2003 wasn't that huge it's like oh that computer monitor went from white to black remember when our computer monitors went to black instead of white yeah that happened from 96 to 2003 i mean there's also references like uh it's like well clinton was president or bush was president it's like all right but but no i, I really enjoyed enjoyed uh, the first two episodes here so
0: um, i've heard good things about this
1: yeah i think it's only eight episodes and it's, it's a mini series it's not a huge investment and it's, it's Michael Keaton. He's so he's so charming, you know. Yeah, you Even just like feel, him as a
0: snowman. Yeah, just feel. Maybe you'll watch that in a couple months when you get to Christmas.
1: Yeah, he's just a nice small town doctor.
0: Yeah. All right. And well, that's
1: yeah. That's what I got for this. Oh, movie. and
0: my last thing. I finished Yellowstone season four. We flew through the whole thing. It's wonderful.
1: Wait, I thought that was the current season.
0: Yeah, we finished
1: it. Oh, it's over already. Yeah, it ended on oh,
0: January second. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, this one was not as uh, aggressive of a finale as the last one, but the last one was so enormous it bled into the first episode of this season even. So, you imagine season five will be pretty nuts when
1: that comes out. Well, I did see Costner's going to make a Western. Like, he's gonna Yeah, make his he's own doing movie, his so.
0: new uh, passion project. Yeah,
1: so I don't know when that what that means for that show. So, that'll, we'll probably have to finish that before season five, but... Or they've already made season five because it's such a hot show. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It Could also have to be written still. Who knows? Yeah, it's writing like five shows right now for him. I think 1883 is supposed to hold us over, and then the four sixes should uh, could even come out before season yeah. five. Who knows?
1: I mean, that same writer he wrote that other one on Paramount with uh, yeah. Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. But I don't know anyone who's seen it. Yeah, I don't know. It's not yeah. a western. Yeah, it's not. And what are you, what are you I'm
0: doing? I'm not into it. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add?
1: Uh, no, that was, that was it.
0: All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 256 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Off-Road Andy.
1: Yes, thank you. I'll see you later.